Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful. Here with a name you know. We've interviewed him so many times. You know him from wrestling. You know him from his music. You know him from Not Found. Available June 24th. We got Leo Rush. How you doing, man? What's going on? I'm doing pretty good. Man. Nothing's nothing's going on. Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 amazing that the wrestling world was like, listen, we're gonna keep it real quiet. Leo can talk about not found two coming out June 24th. Nothing else will happen. It'll dominate the news cycle. So here we are. I know. I was like, people people are gonna give a shit about this interview now. <laughs> hopefully hopefully we can turn some heads though oh so as we we get on the air like man i was i was gonna ask you about some lashley poses and stuff like that even like we had that on monday uh i don't know how much you follow wwe stuff but legitimately like on monday when lashley's doing a pose down i was like man the only way this can be saved as an entertaining segment is one of two things he just does it or the end of the show is Leo Rush saying, no, 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 Bobby, hit him with your favorite pose. And nah, then that ends the show. No, you better believe I, I did get tagged in a bunch of stuff after, <laughs> after that. So I, 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 don't, I don't watch the, the, the product uh, uh, at all, really. Um, I, I see clips here and there, but I definitely got tagged in a bunch of those posts, which was, which was cool. I gave, it, it put some, some, some fun memories back in my head. So that was cool to see. If they had hit you up and said, Hey, we want you to do this cameo even like we want you to come out and just do this. Would you have entertained it? Or would you have been like, nah, that's maybe not for me. I mean, I think back that, I mean, as I was going through all of that, that that whole time period, I probably would have said no, but just to, you know, pop myself, I probably yeah. would have. <laughs> I thought like when, like I had never obviously thought of you as a manager at that point. And then when you did it, I was like, oh my God, this guy is incredible. Like even, even when there were the rumors, they're like, Leo has attitude problems. One of the things one of the wrestlers told me was, he knows exactly how good he is. He knows he can talk. He knows he can wrestle. He knows he's talented in all these facets, and he's got that confidence. And they said, 
I don't know if people were used to somebody being so confident in themselves like that. And you exuded that on the microphone that I think a lot of people hadn't seen. And because of that, we believed that Bobby Lashley could go out there and slap his ass and then beat up people. And then you're flipping over people. That was such a unique dynamic. And like, it has to feel good that people miss that. They look at that and they're like, man, that was a highlight. It really does because, I, I mean, again, like when I was going through all of that and, and it's crazy that that was so, I mean, it seems like so long ago. I'm, I turned 28 this year. I got signed to WWE when I was 22. Um, so it feels like a lifetime ago, really. But looking back at it now and just, just kind of seeing how, you know, like you said, that dynamic, how that worked and, um, you know, with me being a manager and, uh, you know, being um, as confident as I am in myself, uh, I, I think that was a special time. That, that, was, a, that was a really special uh, pairing that I feel like a lot of people um, haven't seen before, you know, like I'm, I'm a 22 year old uh, kid you know, showing off, yeah. show, you know, it, it was, it was really cool. It was really cool. I'm glad that, 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 that happened. And I'm glad that people miss it. Uh, it, it shows, it shows, you, um, you know, how special it, it actually was. And I mean, your, your experiences in wrestling have been well-documented over the years. You've been covered heavily. Does any of that like shape your music? Like we've got not found Two coming out. How much of that does shape like, like you from, from an artistic standpoint as well? Can you repeat the, the beginning of that question uh, yeah. again? I mean, y your career has been well-documented. You've been in ROH, you've been in WWE, AEW, New Japan, all this stuff. So, I mean, you've been under a spotlight even when you've stepped away from the spotlight. Does any of that, like, shape you as an artist or a musician as far as your experiences go that you're you're singing about, you're talking about? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think one thing that it helps me um, a lot with is – uh, my confidence with with crossing over I feel like I've had a lot of experience with traveling the world and kind of essentially being on tour um, so in a, in a lot of ways uh, when it comes to uh, the entertainment aspect of, of music and and eventually uh, touring with my music and and um, doing shows, I feel like I'm gonna have that same level of confidence, you know, thanks to wrestling and thanks to all of the experience that I've had within my wrestling journey. Um, as far as shaping me as an artist, um, I think I think it helps. Uh, I think the, the wrestling helps the music and the music helps the wrestling. I feel like it's definitely, you know, with wrestling uh, presenting myself as like a larger than life character, I'm able to um, have that showmanship within my music when it comes to like my vocals and stuff like that, having that practice on the microphone, you know, like my times at, in Monday Night Raw. Um, so I, I think it helps. Uh, I think, I think with the music, uh, um, the perception of me, uh, you know, visually as an artist, I think my style, uh, you know, with my clothes or my gear, I think that fashion aspect of both worlds kind of cross over and, and, and intertwine. So I, I think it's, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, at first, when I first started doing music, I was trying to separate the two. I, I, I was like, this is, you know, Leo Rush as the wrestler and this is Leo Rush as, or, uh, or Leo as, as the musician. But, you know, I, I've come to 
the realization that, you know, my fans are my fans. It doesn't matter if it's with this or with that or with that. Um, and Leo Rush is Leo Rush. And I'm glad that it's starting to kind of intertwine and it, it's not so separate anymore. I'm just Leo Rush. And, and there were some hints at that, like as far back as the I Wonder video where, oh, Kyle the Loudmouth is at the start of that video. And, and he sort of <laughs> reflected some of your detractors in wrestling. Like there were those, those parallels there. D- does that ever like cause you to draw inspiration? Because I mean, you do have plenty of detractors, obviously that's how anybody is on social media. Anybody, anything's going to be mediocre to somebody else. And yeah. that stuff obviously stands out an awful lot to anybody. Cause it never feels good to have somebody say bad stuff about you. Do you draw inspiration or motivation for that? Or are you trying to tune that out as much as possible now? Um, I, I think it's both. I think I try to, tune it out just because I, I realize that no matter you know what I do there's always gonna have there's always gonna be a 50 50 to, to, to any anything and that's not just with me that's with anybody they're, they're gonna be people who who don't like you know your <laughs> podcast or or and you're gonna have people who are gonna love it um it's just different tastes um but I do like to I don't, I don't like to harp on it too much because even with music, although everything is the same, now that my music is starting to grow and I have this deal now and I'm going to start reaching, you know, a different audience and more ears, um, I can't really harp on all of the stuff, the controversy that happened, you know, within wrestling because yeah. a different audience, that's a different fan base, you know, so it's almost like I'm reintroducing myself to this new music audience that that I am uh, uh, presenting myself to. So yeah, it, it's half and half. I like using it. It, it fuels me for sure. Um, you know, I do like having you know that tension and and, and that you know quote unquote you know heat and uh, you know I kind of like thrive off of that. I like I like um, having those detractors to you know push me push me forward. Is there any part of it that, like gets exhausting? Like legitimately, you could do anything on screen and somebody would be like, is he retiring again? Or some some stuff I mean, like that. At this point, man, at this point, it's just like, why? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Like just because, you know. I, I get annoyed with it. I'm like, the joke isn't original anymore. No, it, I mean, it, it, I, it's just, I just don't, I just don't, um, you know, and I can only say this at, when I was a fan of wrestling yeah. and when I, you know, not in, in the business, you know, I never, and maybe it's because social media wasn't around, like, but, you know, I was just a fan of wrestling. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't dig into people's lives. I didn't you know, want people to, you know, it's too personal now. Like, yeah. you know, fans aren't just fans anymore. Like, they want to be in the know. And, and and I guess that that's fine, but there's a line. Uh, and it's just, if, if you, if you like wrestling, just like wrestling, just be a fan. It seems very exhausting to be a wrestling <laughs> fan nowadays. It has uh, been this week, man. It's very exhausting. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Like, again, it doesn't annoy me. Um, it, I'm sure it annoys my fans, the one, you know, the people that who, who like and enjoy my work, but, um, me personally, it doesn't really annoy me. It's just kind of like a, why it just seems like, yeah. Like, why, are, why are you wasting your energy? <laughs> like the joke has already been made and yeah. it's not, 
you know, I'm here and I'm here <laughs> to stay. So uh, Not Found 2, as mentioned, drops June 24th. Uh, the previous Not Found dropped last year. How did you feel about the reception to that? Like, was was it a warm reception for you? Did you feel like, as an artist, you had things that you specifically did or didn't like that you wanted to work on? I really liked my my, my last project, Not Found, one that came out, and I feel like it did exactly what I what I wanted it to do. Um, I, I knew I knew that it wasn't going to be you know, that big project that that put me on the map and I made so much money from it and blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I wanted to create something special and create something unique and really focus on uh, showcasing myself as a, uh, as a, a music artist. And uh, I wanted to um, win some, win some ears over. I wanted to win some people over. And I feel like uh, when people listen to the project, it definitely solidified me as an artist, like, okay, Leo really does, you know, um, he, he, he lives this life. This is him. This is, this isn't just, you know, just a side gig or whatever. Like, this is just me. And I really wanted to showcase that. Um, and that was pretty, that was pretty important to me just because of the stigma with wrestlers and, and, and doing music. Um, and I wanted to break that, that stigma. So I'm glad that it went in the direction it did. It led me to, uh, this moment with, you know, having a music deal. Uh, and it's, um, I can't believe where, where it's taking me. And, I, and I'm looking so much forward to, you know, where it's going to continue to take me and how it's going to grow. You mentioned the stigma. I'm glad a lot of that it's kind of being shattered because the way that I've always looked at it, you don't get into pro wrestling unless you're a creative person. Otherwise, it's an uphill battle. You're creating characters, promos, moves, matches, moments, transitions, any of that stuff. So, of course, that creativity usually carries over into other stuff. We've seen you do skits, mini documentaries, stuff in pro wrestling, uh, a lot of acting-related things, music. Like, th that creativity lives within pro wrestlers, especially because you have the best vision for your, yourself, uh, by and large. What type of stigmas did you feel like you faced? Because, obviously, there are going to be people that are like, well, Enzo and Randy Savage and all these other people that, that have rapped. John Cena, PN News, any, any wrestler that raps is going to get a lot of those odd comparisons when your music is categorically different than those. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the stigma just came from, um, you know, seeing guys like John Cena or... Uh, or, um, you know, anybody who's tried to do like a music gimmick, like on TV, um, I think it just automatically put it in the category of, of you know, corny or not real or, or it's, you know, fake or whatever, you know, the stigma is uh, with, with wrestlers and music. Um, be, because wrestling what is its own kind of bubble. So I feel like I feel like when people see wrestlers releasing music within the wrestling bubble, that's when people start to say, "Oh, it's not real, or it's it's a gimmick, or blah 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 blah." But I'm glad that you are starting to see. Uh, you know, Chris Jericho helped that out a lot with with Fozzie. Um, you know, um, had a legit hit. Yeah, 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 and and and, and touring, uh, doing music tours and stuff like that. I feel like that definitely helped and. And um, you're starting to see a lot more 
uh, wrestlers take music seriously and do things outside of the wrestling bubble uh, per se. And, and um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad that that's starting, that's starting to break because like you said, like we, we're just, we're creatives. If we're in wrestling, uh, we're creative people. We, we, and it, and it doesn't have to just be creative within wrestling. Um, our minds expand beyond, beyond wrestling. So I'm glad that that's being able to be showcased. Are there any other rappers who's like right now you've got their music on your phone? Is, is there like an old John Cena song? Do you have like untouchables on your phone or anything like that? I don't, but I'll tell you what, I had every CD that came out, every, any kind of, you know, WWE, WWF, like whatever, or CD that came out. (laughs) I had all of the theme song CDs that came out. Uh, Yeah, I I was a huge um, wrestling Man. I think WWE kind of did themselves a disservice because I thought that I thought the rock stuff that they did was generally pretty good. Like the forcible entry CD was pretty good, and then I thought some of the hip hop stuff that they did, it was forced. Like a lot of it didn't go naturally. There were a couple of them that did. I loved the Run DMC DX theme. I thought that one was better than the regular oh, yeah. DX theme. That, that was really cool. That one was better than the original DX theme. I thought, but I thought that they they sort of force it. And then when John Cena popped up, it's like, well, we're putting all our eggs in this basket right here. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it, it, it's really cool to, to see, to see where, where it is. And, and, you know, obviously having like the Wale manias and bridging the yeah. gap. And I think that that really helped too. Um, you're starting to see a lot more, uh, you know, rap and music artists in general, uh, be a part of wrestling, even with like WWE when they when um, you know Hunter would bring in um, you know an artist to perform at a, a NXT or beginning of you know a takeover, or you'll see people uh, like Griselda like in the crowd of of uh, AEW or NXT or that, the all of these things help. Uh, it's really it's really cool to see. And I mean, I remember as a kid, like it would lend credibility to the thing that I was like if I would hear like. P. Diddy, The Locks, or somebody like that mentioned Lex Luger. I was like, oh my God, they think he's cool? He must yeah. be cool. Like, like it adds a sense of credibility to it uh, as well when like these famous artists yeah. are, are referencing this stuff. Uh, also, I, I wanted to ask, how are you feeling physically? I mean, obviously, you, I mean, you, you, had, you underwent surgery. I saw the interview with Denise Salcedo where you talked at length about that, but how are you, how are you feeling now? Um, I, I feel good. I feel, I mean, I'm moving around pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm nowhere near, uh, being, you know, in ring ready. I haven't even, you know, lifted a weight yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, which is, which is definitely a different process than, um, you know, my first injury, uh, with my right shoulder, I separated my AC joint and, and um, that, that, that was a much different uh, rehabilitation process than, you know, my left shoulder with having surgery. Uh, so it's interesting to see the, the differences. And, and um, it was quite strange that they happened, you know, back to back. Yeah. I think that kind of like messed me up um, a little bit at the, at the very beginning. Um, just because it was such a familiar you know, feeling, I felt like I was sent back in time and I was going through the same thing, but I'm glad that I went through it because, you know, uh, you know, when it happened, um, I was, I was, I was angry. Uh, and I was a little just overall, you know, shocked 
that that I was uh, going through it. But then I quickly snapped myself out of it and, and told myself, okay, Leo, like you, you've gone through this before. Uh, you've recovered. You you you've done this before. Uh, now it's just time to do it again. Um, so that's exactly what I'm doing, and I'm uh, I'm in a good mental uh, headspace with with everything, and probably a lot to do with that um is my my music and being so busy with with that and having something to to focus on uh creatively so um yeah i'm just taking my time with my rehab um healing as best as i can as quickly as i can but at the same time being in no rush to to come back although i do miss you know being in the ring um but yeah i'm i'm feeling good do you feel like fans sometimes question how much you love being in the ring because you you've been open to stepping away whenever convenient for you, which I think is what most people should do. If you, if you feel like you need some time off, just take some time off. You're, you're throwing yourself at the ground. You're doing all kinds of things to your body. Do you ever feel like that's called into question? Is that ever something that you just want to be like, no, I just I want to do something else for maybe a week or two at a time. Um, I think it is caught into question and which is, I guess, understandable as a fan. Um, but at the same time, I, I feel like, I feel like a lot of fans are so used to just seeing us do what we do that they forget that it's so much of a strain on your body um, and, and on, on, on your mental. I mean, it, it's, we're, I mean, we're humans, we're, we're human beings. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, and, and at the end of the day, uh, sometimes we need breaks. And if, and if we're fortunate enough to be able to take those breaks, I think we should. Um, and, and I've never been uh, shy uh, to, to walk away when I feel like it's necessary to walk away. Um, uh, but, but yeah, I, I, you know, I've seen some, some things, uh, you know, said um, in the past about, you know, it's hard or it's frustrating being a Leo Rush fan. And, you know, to that, I, I just say, well, then you're not really a fan. You know, you're not you're not a fan. You're not a fan of of me if if you feel like it's uh, if it's frustrating. Um, and I feel like if you're truly a fan of me, uh, you'll understand and be accepting of the things that that I need to do in order to continue to do what I love to do. Uh, and if I if I need if I feel like I need to step away in order to come back, then that's what I that's what I have to do. Um, so. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not bothered by it, though. You know, I, I I get it. I with you know social media being a thing and being so involved and uh, you know having the wrestlers' lives be right there in front of you twenty four seven. But at the same time, you know, it's okay. It's, it's all right. There's plenty of wrestlers out here. You know, I do a drop kick. This other the next person does a drop kick. You know. You know, I'm sorry if mine is better and, and you miss it every day. <laughs> but but I'll, uh, I'll be back, I promise. 
So uh, speaking of, you popped up at Capital Collision and you said you're, you're not in ring ready. What motivated you to do that? How did that, that come apart? Or come, um, it, come to be rather? Yeah, it just, it just felt right. Um, it, and, it, and it felt like, you know, for the longest time, um, I felt like I was trying to seek out opportunities rather than just letting opportunities fall uh, in my hand. And um, I felt like that was one that was, I didn't even have to, to, to think about it. Um, I saw that, you know, New Japan was, was, was going on in DC and, you know, I was in DC, uh, surgery back, back home. Uh, so I wasn't in LA and I, and it just made sense. Um, I, mentally, I felt like I was at a point where I knew what I wanted to set my sights on and, uh, and that being New Japan, and and it just kind of felt like poetry uh, when I saw that they were going to be in my hometown. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that that was a pretty cool uh, place to to come back and and to kind of you know, tell everybody, you know, I'm not I'm not 100%, but I'm 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 making my way to being 100%, and when I am 100%, I'm going to be given 100%, and I'm going to be here. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was a pretty cool moment for me. That was a really personal moment for me, and I'm and I'm glad I'm glad that um, that was able to be showcased. Uh, and I'm super, you know, uh, appreciative of New Japan even allowing me to do that. Um, and then you know, popping up on commentary uh, for a couple of matches, and you know, just being just being back a part of uh, of the scene and 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 feeling like I'm. Uh, um, I'm, I'm moving around again so that was pretty cool yeah i love that you were doing commentary too you could see the joy on like how how excited you are to be in there and that's always awesome to see because as i mentioned all that creativity it applies to your music it applies to to when you used to do these great youtube skits that i love too and you could tell how much how much joy you were getting doing those and i saw that there too uh would i be right in assuming you're still technically a free agent um, yeah, of course. Of course. I feel like I'm always a free agent. <laughs> you seem but, to make it like, like, like a goal. Like, let's see how much different stuff I can do without. I love it, man. I <laughs> love it. I'm telling you, it, it's, uh, I, it's a good sense of freedom. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a certain feeling that I like. Uh, when you, when you left AEW, people were like, how, how did he get a deal that short? <laughs> and I'm just like, that's Leo. That's Leo Rush. No, man, it's too many. It's, it's so many opportunities. This is, you know, the, this day and age of wrestling, there's so much. There's so much out here. Um, the, and uh, there's so many different outlets. There's, you know, there's so many uh, different ways to make money within wrestling. Uh, it's not just like, you know, a specific concrete way that's popular by majority of you know, the people that, you know, you don't have to, to go with the norm. You don't have to go with what's popular. You know, you go with what makes you happy. And, 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 and you know, once you get to a certain point in, in, in life, I feel like uh, you start to realize that, you know, money isn't everything. Uh, you know, happiness is everything. And, and that's what I, that's what I uh, strive to, to, um, to, to be is happy at the end of the day. 
I have very fond memories of the first time I saw your work. It was ROH Top Prospect Tournament. I had never seen your work or Jason Kincaid's at the time. And he's gone on. He does, like, a lot of writing for us. And he's super talented. And I saw you two, and I was like, what the hell? Like, in five minutes, I was like, I got to watch everything I can get my hands on from these two people. I know that's something about Jason really quick. Yeah. If you don't mind. Yeah. He needs to be on TV somewhere. Somewhere. This dude is like the most innovative person I've ever seen. Most unique person I've, I've ever seen. He's one of the smartest he, people I know. Like and he had his hair and he was, you know, I, I don't know if he still calls himself the wizard, but yeah, I mean, he looked like a wizard to me. He was cool. He yeah. was, uh, he was, he was innovative. Yeah. I, I, so much respect for, for He told me he was losing the hair a little bit. So he's like, I'm just going to shave it and tattoo flames on my skull. Um, That's like, I was like, all right. And he used to send us these these incredibly introspective articles about like his travels and all that stuff. He's got such a unique look and voice and skill set. And I saw you two, and I don't know if you all had worked together before then, but I know you all worked together a lot after that because a ton of promoters looked at that and they were like, damn, look at this chemistry. I, do you remember specifically how you felt during that match? Because as a viewer, I was like, I have to get everything of these two I got I can, and that's quite the the place to make a first impression on people is that top prospect tournament. I feel like we we were both like two cages, uh, two animals in, in in cages, just ready to to come out uh, and, and showcase you know what we have. Um, I think the both of us had such like a mutual respect for like one each one one another and. Yeah we both knew um how creative and like innovative like we we were and i think that we were both excited to um to to have a match together uh and and it was it was really cool like he had he had some super unique ideas and and um you know back then i was i was super young and i was super hungry and i was just going with it I was like, man, whatever, whatever you want to do, like, I'm, I'm, I want to make you look good. I want to, I want to make this match as, as, as best as it can be. So, um, I'm glad that that match stuck out so much in that, in that 2016, you know, top prospect tournament. I seem to remember, I, I think it was that match, but I seem to remember like a sunset flip power bomb, like towards a barricade or something. And those ROH ones, they made the most satisfying, like thud, because <laughs> they had the the barricade. Then they had the pieces of steel that was up against them. So it would reverberate through like the entire place. Another guy you worked with a lot back then that has rose to prominence, Switchblade Jay White. You all were in the ring with each other nonstop, like teaming together, going against each other. Like, was that a thing then? Like that you you looked at and you're like, probably a future top guy. I knew Jay White was gonna be something special. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. You know what role he was gonna play. Um, you know, but I mean, I tell him all the time. I, I, I tell him all, every time I see uh, Jay, I, I, I say, man, like, I'm, I'm so proud of you. Like, I'm so happy for you uh, because, you know, I was there in his, his earlier days and teaming with him all the time. And, um, you know, him being a, a, a young boy on an excursion and, and um, it's, it's amazing to see where he is now. It, it's, uh, it's, it's inspiring, really. Um, it, it's, it's really cool that, that I was able to uh, work with him as much as I have. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm 
really looking forward to the day uh, where and when um, and if we we step in the ring uh, with each other again. But I, I feel like, you know, when we do, uh, it'll be pretty cool uh, because we do have that backstory. Um, so yeah, yeah, Jay White is, is awesome. So back to Not Found 2, available June 24th. Are there any wrestlers that you would look to collaborate with on music and have any like reached out to you and said, let's do something? Um, I, I am looking to collaborate with the, with a lot of uh, wrestlers that, that do music. So, um, hey, if you're a wrestler out there, you want to make a song with me, you definitely reach out. But um, I feel like... Kurt uh, Angle for a verse again. He's going to bring it back from... From right. his rap days, <laughs> man, that would that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to you know one day uh, working with as many uh, wrestlers that that make music. Um, I've already, I, I think I, I've made a song with with Swerve uh, um, before. I, I've made a song with uh, Myron Reed. Mm -hmm. um, Josiah, I know that he's not active in yeah, ring. Josiah is wonderful. Josiah is amazing. I got uh, to see him perform a few months ago, and it was it was awesome. It was great to see him perform. Yeah. Um, uh, not not announced yet, but you know, hey, I'll say it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But I, I'll, uh, I, I've been working on a song with Chris Bay. So me and Chris nice. Bay eventually put something out together. So that's uh, that's pretty exciting. That's pretty cool. But um, yeah, yeah. But as far as right now, um, 
I, I do want to put that that focus and forefront on me just because this is my first this is my first deal. This is my first uh, project um, uh, under a deal. So me putting myself out there on the forefront, I think is pretty important to me uh, just to showcase myself. But, you know, after that, uh, I'd love to um, continue to, to do more music with, with wrestlers. And how satisfying and, and just what went through your mind when first you get the deal offer and then it's it's done. I mean, you looked overjoyed. It was, I think I was so overjoyed because it was, it happened so quickly. I remember having a meeting one day and then like two or three days later, I get called back and uh, to say that, uh, all right, we want to, we want to um, work up a deal. And yeah, it, it happened just so, so quickly. And um, I definitely felt like a time where, where I needed that. And I wanted that. Uh, I was hungry. Um, so I'm uh, super stoked that that happened, and um, you know, I, I'll, I'll be doing some some things with with Thump and Virgin and, and UMG for for some years to come, and hopefully that relationship continues to grow and build and uh, lead to bigger things with my music. So, so did you always have not found two as as the title? Did you think about kind of starting fresh with with the deal or anything like that, or or was that always your mindset was to follow up and do not found two? So I, Not Found 2 was originally supposed to be a Valentine's Day project. Okay. Uh, remember, I remember I was promoting um, that I wasn't going to put out uh, a project soon. Um, and then my injury happened and things kind of got pushed back. And um, uh, yeah, the cover for it was, was already made and, and everything. And the project was ready to go. But there was still some assets that, that I was kind of missing out on that I, did, I just didn't feel comfortable with releasing the project. So I decided to hold off um, and uh, kind of mix some things and, and, and um, switch some things around to, to make up Not Found 2. And in the midst of that was when I got that deal and I was like, oh man, this is perfect. And I wanted to piggyback off of Not Found 1 um, so that people can, you know, listen to 2 with this deal that I have and say, okay, let's go listen to 1. So um, I, I'm, I'm really excited that I, that I made that decision. I'm happy that, that that is what's being presented as my first project. What are you most excited for people to see, hear, or experience with Not Found 2? I'm really excited for people to hear uh, the growth uh, within my music, uh, from the actual music itself to the lyrics uh, and, and people being able to hear growth in, in me as a as a man um, I feel like you're definitely gonna gonna hear that in comparison with the two projects and even you know past releases that I've had um, I think people are gonna see a lot of uh, hear a lot of you know vulnerability uh, within my music and, and opening up um, uh, a little more uh, as my fan base continues to grow I think that is pretty important for me to um, you know, stay vulnerable and, and be open and honest with my fans and, and uh, kind of have them go along on this journey with me. Um, because, you know, although uh, I have these things going on, um, and I'm in a position that a lot of people would probably want to be in, I, I do want to showcase that I'm still a human and I'm still figuring things out, even when things are, seems like it's at an all time high, you know, um, uh, I don't have all the answers. I don't have the secret recipe. I don't have, 
you know, any of that stuff. I'm, I'm just kind of, you know, winging it and I'm going with my gut and, and, and trusting myself and, and, um, you know, hoping that people gravitate towards that and, uh, see the authenticity and the, the, um, you know, genuine passion that I have for, for what I'm doing. So, um, I definitely think people are going to, uh, enjoy this project. Uh, as we wrap up, has your life changed at all since signing that deal? Since, uh, I mean, you, you want to stay a free agent in wrestling, but you were very excited to sign this, this record deal. What kind of sort of, I mean, differences are there in that respect for somebody like me who I don't know what a record deal entails. I'm not sure how that necessarily works and uh, why one instead of the other. I think I think with the differences is with wrestling, you know, I've I've worked so hard these last eight years to build a name for myself within the wrestling world and wrestling community. I feel like I don't necessarily need to be tied down to a deal anymore. You know, I've, I've made myself a, a household wrestling name. I feel like if you ask, you know, even if they're not a fan of me, even, sure. you know, I feel like if you were to ask a wrestling fan in general, you know, or bring up Leo Rush, you know, nine times out of 10, they know who, who I was, even if, even if they weren't a fan. Um, so I think with music, the difference is uh, I'm, I'm touching a different audience. I'm, 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 I'm expanding my, my, my fan base. And um, with my music, I need those ears. So um, although I feel like I can get there and I have built a strong enough, you know, fan base for myself uh, and have, you know, converted some of my wrestling fans into, you know, my, my music fans and have gained, you know, music fans myself doing things independently. Um, I feel like I want to kind of match the playing field when it comes to uh, uh, name value. Um, so I feel like I needed to, I needed that deal in order to, um, you know, put my music into people's ears yeah. that I probably wouldn't necessarily have done so quickly. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited. I'm, I'm really excited to, uh, uh, for this project to be out and I'm excited to, you know, to be signed with, with Thump and Virgin and, and, and UMG and, um, to get my, my music into, to, uh, people's ears all across the world. Guys, check it out. Not found to available June 24th. Last question. Do you have a favorite Leo Rush meme? There's always the classic oh, Bobby, oh. but <laughs> My favorite is the disappointed look when Dante lost that match and you're just standing there and you're like, yeah, that was the best. That's my, that's my new favorite. I'll tell you what my, my, the one that was my favorite before that. And it was, uh, it was me being chased around the ring by Finn, uh, in my tan suit. Uh, I thought that that was uh, hilarious. I think it was like the meme was, uh, Finn was uh, the 99.9% in, uh, in hand sanitizer, and I yes. was the one that didn't work. Oh, <laughs> so, man. Uh, that was great. Um, but no, the, the Dante, the disappointed look is definitely a It was classic. perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. It was so good. Uh, guys, check out Not Found 2, June 24th. Leo, I want to thank you so much. It's always great talking to you. I wish you ever had something going on for us to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you having me on, man. It's always good being, being on here and talking to you. So thank you for that. Until next time, guys, we're out.
We've seen Leo Rush all over the place, AEW, WWE, NXT, now New Japan. And no matter where you are, NordVPN.com slash Fightful has you covered. Change your virtual location with just one click on all your devices. Phone, laptop, desktop, PC, router, TV, all that good stuff. But how about this? They've got a great new deal for you. You can get Standard, which is a VPN only. You can get Plus, VPN, plus a pass. Or Complete, a VPN, pass, and a locker. And in addition, you get that same great deal. You get a month free and a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you can try out any of their services. If you don't like it, you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. Also, block online trackers, block hackers, take care of yourself on that unsecured Wi-Fi, block annoying pop-up ads. Check out NordVPN.com slash Fightful and open up your browsing experience. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the super light tree runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the super light tree runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.